Hey, what's up, guys? We're hey. back with another episode it's of the Chase the Gun podcast. <laughs> oh, that's <was> so awkward. <laughs> it's Ivy and Liv. Yep, we're back. You have something in your teeth that I can't think of. <laughs> is it? Is it um um seaweed? <gasps> it is seaweed. <laughs> I'm eating sushi right now, and guess what? Guess okay. where she's eating sushi from? First of all, the Krog. <laughs> where the Krog. Kroger 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 best sushi ever and guess what my favorite sushi is the avocado um salmon and cheese or cream cheese and I got this and I've been eating it the whole time and I'm like what the heck is is there's a bug on this right now <laughs> is that what kind of bug is that hopefully a normal bug oh it's just a little gnat it's fine anyway Back to what I was saying, and I was eating all of the sushi, and then I got, like, to nearly the end, and I was like, why does this taste so different? Because there's no freaking cream cheese in it. So it's just salmon and avocado. And- yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, I could put cream cheese in it, because I do have cream cheese in the fridge, but it's not happening. Is the seaweed still That would still be too teeth? much work. Uh, yeah, it's I still, can feel it's it. still very there. Is it still throwing you off? <laughs> yeah, every time I look at you, I'm like, I'm seeing it. And, it's- <laughs> and then what do we have to- for dessert tonight? Cookies from Ivy herself. Yeah, I made cookies all by myself and brought them here. So all by yourself. All by myself. I'm a She's big able to now. make some cookies. <laughs> so yes. Um, how was your last couple weeks? You weren't here last week. They were good. <laughs> That's it. I don't remember when I did. Uh, let me think. I've been working a lot. I've been home. I got to see my cousins. I don't know. It's been pretty chill. I think I'm going to Hawaii on Saturday morning, so Unbelievable. I'm very, very excited. My head is not here. I don't even know where I am. I just feel like my life's a blur right now, but yeah. What about you? <laughs> it's been good. I've been working a lot. I don't know. I haven't told them where I work. Where do you work, Olivia? No, we don't need to tell them stuff like that. That's too No, deep. what do you do? <laughs> oh, oh, I work you with kids. Have, you don't have to say that. The specifics. <laughs> Let me give you the address, the phone number, (laughs) all the kids' names. No, no, no. I. (laughs) She works with kids. I work with kids, like at a day camp. And I just watch them and try not to. Punch them. Punch them. No, they're all sweet. (laughs) My job is a very weird job because I work for this guy that owns a bunch of properties um, in our town. And so he owns a bunch of properties, but he also owns a wedding venue. (laughs) You trying to get that out of your (laughs) teeth? So, I do some kind of different stuff. Like, I do a lot of cleaning at the venue, and then I do lots of, like, painting or whatever, but I also do a lot of, like, yard work and stuff for the apartments. So, it's kind of random, but it's been busy and it's been hot recently. But I did get off pretty early today, so got to relax today for once. But, yep, nothing too crazy. Went to a baseball game yesterday. Oh, yeah, how was that? Not yesterday. It's Tuesday. Sunday. Sunday. (laughs) I didn't even know. (laughs) It was really fun. Something about going to baseball games is super. Did super the Reds fun. win? No, Ooh. we weren't See, rooting I for the Reds. Oh, you weren't? No, Adam's a Braves fan, so we were. Ew, that's why. Shout we out to Adam. Except it's not a shout out. It's more like a why. Like, <laughs> it's more like a why. Adam, you don't need to be a Braves fan. You literally live closer to Cincinnati. Well, he used to be an Indians fan, and then, you know, they're not the Indians anymore. So, anyways, we went to that. It was super fun, and but it was super hot. It was like eighty-seven and sunny, and there's that's just no nice. shade. Oh, that's and true. you're sitting there and baking. 
baking. Baking. Just crisping. Crisping. That just reminds me of bacon. Like you said baking and now we're talking about crisping and I can, all I can think of is crispy bacon. Bacon. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, uh, give us your song of the week before we get oh. into the topics for today. Vienna waits for you. Vienna by Billy Joel. <laughs> so sorry. It's, I don't know why, okay, I didn't even, I have, I haven't even heard that song before. And then, like, two weeks ago, one of my friends was like, you need to... She was wanting a tattoo. And she showed me this tattoo, and it was a clock. And in the middle, it said, like, Vienna. And I was like, what is that from? Like, why... What? Don't do that. And then she... (laughs) She was like, you need to listen to this song. So I did. And it is so good, and I can't stop listening to it. And it has a good message of, like what's going should be yours is like going to be yours like you don't have to like like have dreams and like set your like bar and expectations up high but like realize that like what's meant to be for you is going to be for you and don't like deep it is pretty deep (laughs) and I'm like I'm like walking down the road like crying every single time I listen to it I walk around campus and I'm like Vienna waits for you like how this is good all right Ivy what about you (laughs) You just keep rambling, and I'm just like, yes, keep going. <laughs> um, I my song of the week is probably I like making memories of us by Keith Urban. Have you heard that song? <laughs> <laughs> making memories of us. Do you know that song? No, I don't. You'll have to go listen to it. I'm not gonna sing it. Do you? Who do you think of when you listen to that song? <laughs> my boyfriend. <laughs> not me. <laughs> no, it's you. It's yeah, I listen me. to love songs and think about you every time. I you should. <laughs> No, what it's a really said, sweet like, song. It's somebody like, else besides Adam. That would be so funny. I would probably cry <laughs> I just, like, say the most random person in the world. <laughs> Chris Evans. <laughs> um, anyways, what was I saying? Oh, it's just a really sweet song. I'm not going to sing it for everyone, but you should go listen to it. Except there's a weird part where it's, like, it's, like, if when we meet in heaven or whatever, I'll uh, greet you with a warm, wet kiss. <laughs> And that part just makes me really uncomfy. Why warm? The rest, I don't know. Or why wet. Cold? Yeah, why wet? Why did he have to describe it like that? I don't know. The rest of the song is really like, sweet, though. Get a bunch of saliva in his mouth, and then, like, it gets all warm and toasty. Ugh, maybe stop. he's Maybe he's going to be there for a really long time before the girl. And so, like, his saliva is getting warm up there. <laughs> you know? this. I don't think it's that deep. <laughs> no, it is deep. Like, why do you have to have a warm, wet, warm, warm and wet? I think it's just, like, a little jokey joke. He's Australian, so... What is that? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the noise interruption. <laughs> we don't know what it is. I just have, like, a bad, like, thing of I'm always going to die, and my mind is like, something's dropping from the sky right now. <laughs> but I don't think that's the case. Probably not. If it is, well, I'll greet you with a warm, wet kiss in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'll greet you with... Okay, we're done. <laughs> anyway... Anyway, the rest of the song is super sweet, and you should go listen to it. Um, but, what was I saying? I'm talking about your song, Keith Urban, what we did this week. Um, now we're gonna get into... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Unpopular opinions. And I have... Slash hot takes, slash whatever you want to call them. Whatever you want to call. Ivy can go first. You want me to go first? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just gonna... I'll do one, and then you can do one, and then... Okay. You know what I mean? My number one. This is one that I've always believed in, and I still am very 
very confident in. Cake is so overrated. Okay, get out. <laughs> get that out. was a dumb opinion. <laughs> cake is so bad. Like, it's not even good. Nothing about it is good. The only time I eat it is out of obligation. Like, you're at a party or something, and someone, like, gives you cake, Hands and you just eat you it. And, and you're like, oh, okay. Do you want ice cream with your cake? It's, like, not an option to not have cake, so you eat it. It's it's not good. It's the my least favorite dessert. I love cake. <laughs> like, I love vanilla cake, where it's, like... Ew. Sorry for the word, everybody, but really moist. <laughs> and I don't like icing, though, so maybe that's an unpopular opinion for myself. I don't like icing on cake unless it's, like, cream cheese icing or, um, that's it. <laughs> Wait, maybe whipped. Whipped icing's good, too. Whip. But I love, I really like cake. Except chocolate cake. Well, okay, chocolate birthday cake is ugly. It's gross, but. Ugly? Yeah. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's so gross. I'm sorry. There are good cakes. Like, bunt cakes. Nothing bunt cakes. Uh, Have you had those? Mm-mm. Wait, chocolate bunt cakes? No, like, oh. isn't it called nothing bunt cakes? I think it's a place in Columbus. It's so good. Oh, I don't know. Best thing ever. That's what we get for all our birthdays and stuff. But, sorry, we're eating our cookies. You I guys are probably experiencing you- <laughs> this, too. And then the other kind of cake that I like... I don't remember. There's another kind of cake that I like. Red velvet. No. What? Trash. It's just chocolate. What? What? Did you know it's just chocolate? No, it's not. Look it up. It's, it's just chocolate with I'm red dye food color. Because I don't want to be sad, Ivy. Okay, well, it's, Sometimes it's true. Everyone know knows things. that. No, uh, I didn't. Well, I'm no, it's, no, it's not. Look it up. Take it back. <laughs> it is. Everyone tell Olivia that red velvet is really if just chocolate cake. If you tell me that, cake. I'm going to hunt you down and beat you up because I love red velvet cake and I don't like chocolate cake, so. They're completely the same. But they're not. Your one. brain is just tricked by the food coloring. No. Yes. Anyways. What? Yeah, I don't know. I need to stop rambling about the cake, but it's disgusting. <laughs> I would take cookies and pie and ice cream and all of that stuff way before I'd eat cake. I'd rather just not have dessert. I feel like a lot of people would agree with you on that. I feel like, yes. Not me, though. Not you. Not me. But it's definitely not popular, either. That's true. It's not popular, but I think there's, like, some people that would, like, agree on that. Love you guys. We're in this together. I don't. Alright. Mine, sorry, I'm eating a cookie, but... The best dessert. Yes. Yes, actually, yes. You actually agree with that? Yes, I do. Good. Okay. My unpopular opinion. Everyone's going to be like, what? The best food in the whole entire world on God's great creation. A potato. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Swims in the sea. (laughs) Stop. Salmon. Ew, what? (laughs) I would eat salmon. That is the worst hot take I've ever heard in my life. Every single day I would eat salmon. I would eat it for, I could eat that for breakfast, lunch, dinner with some salmon, grilled salmon with some rice, a little bit of sweet and sour with some sweet potatoes. Shut up. I am drooling at the mouth. Salmon is fine. I wouldn't say it's the best food in the world. Well, you don't have It's pasta and then potatoes and then bread and all these food groups that you can group it. Not salmon. No, it's salmon. Salmon is a fish. God didn't... Okay, think about it like this. Pasta. God didn't put pasta on the earth. And don't try to argue with me by saying, oh, it's wheat. No. <laughs> That's what I was going to no, say. No, no, no. Okay. Salmon, he, 
you catch it and you cook it. You can't do that with pasta. <laughs> okay, it still tastes better. It's the white garlic. Okay, but if we're talking just meat, like you would, you wouldn't take like a nice, really delicious steak over no. that. You wouldn't take like the best flavored chicken in the world over that. You wouldn't I go take to like te- not well, not just Texas Roadhouse, but I go to like steakhouses and get grilled salmon. Stop. Mm-hmm. Every single time. Every single time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Maybe, but like once or twice. Well, you have more issues than we can even count tonight. <laughs> I thought we would agree on a lot of our takes. And my favorite color is pink, so, like, salmon's pink. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is a horrible take. I'm sorry. All right, well. You're allowed to like what you like, but I did not expect that. Look what I'm wearing right now. Cute. Can we tell them what you're wearing? (laughs) Ivy is home. (coughs) Ow. Ivy was homeschooled, but she played basketball somewhere. (laughs) And I am wearing that shirt. Because I got it for free. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Um, my number two thing that are... Oh, this is in, like, no particular order. But to me, cleaning is therapeutic. It's not a chore. Um, I would agree on that except for, like, nasty poopy toilets. Okay. But, yeah, not that. But, yeah. like, in general, like, if I'm, like, stressed out or something, I'll, like, clean and take care yeah. of my space. Versus some people are, like, that stresses them out more. Right. I'm going to agree with you on that because if Sick. I come back and I'm stressed out, like the first thing I need to do is clean up to make myself feel calm. Yeah. And like if I have some free hours, it's like I need to clean up instead of like doing something else because that's going to make me more relaxed in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no, know. It's I just therapeutic. Good. I agree. A lot of people don't like it. Yeah, I know. But like, I don't know. And I used to be like this in school too. Like before I could do my homework in my dorm room and I'd have to have my dorm room cleaned. Like, I couldn't sit down and focus on anything else if, like, there was, like, l- not necessarily laundry, but, like, if clothes were laying out or if I just needed, something needed cleaned or if it was messy. Like, I'd yeah. have to do that first. Yeah, it's stressful. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. We agreed on one. All right, my second one. I don't know if you're going to agree with me <coughs> for this, Ivy, and a lot of people probably won't, but Taylor Swift is not that good. Oh, we discussed this. We did. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of hate on that. I, I talked yeah. about that last week. People did. Really? A lot of my friends were very upset that okay. we said Taylor Swift isn't that good. One of my friends asked me the other day if I was a Swifty. And I was like, I am not a Swifty. And then she was playing Taylor Swift songs and I was singing them. However, I think some of her songs are good. But people go absolutely insane over Taylor Swift. And I'm not like, out here spending $8,000 for a ticket to never, go see her. Never, ever. I don't think for she's anyone. that special. And some of her songs, I think, are really stupid, like the anti-hero one. Like, I get, like, it can get, like, caught in your head and it's, like, a vibe. But, like, if you really listen to the lyrics and people are like, she's a lyric queen. Like, no, she's not. Like, first of all, does she really write all her own songs? Probably not. Probably not. And second of all, do you sit and listen to them? Like, why why is everybody, like, Swifties? Like, no. Maybe old Taylor Swift. Picture to burn, that's a hit. That is a hit. Yeah, you give me old Taylor Swift, I'll, I'll jam to it. Yeah. That's for sure. New Taylor Swift, I don't know what's going on, and it's too... Her voice is too calm for me. Like, scream a little bit or something. Give us a little something. Give us a little bit of... What are you feeling? Yeah. She's she's blocked off. We think she might be... Yeah. Emotionally detached. What? I said she's demonic. <laughs> okay, I wasn't gonna go that far. <laughs> that should have been your unpopular opinion, though. Unpopular opinion. Taylor Swift is demonic. <laughs> No, I think she's a little emotionally detached. That's my psychological 
Well, I also realized... Right now, anyways. Maybe not in the past. Ivy and I analyze things, I think, a lot. And (laughs) Other people are like, I like her music. Yeah, no. We have to think about it. So, also, something I've noticed from her songs, and this is just who she is, I get it. Every single song is about, like, some guy. Every Mm -hmm. single song. And Like, who are you, girl? Right. And then she does, like, interviews and stuff, and she's like, I don't need no man. I'm like, then why are you crying about him in your songs? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just a little bit of hypocrisy in my yeah. opinion sorry to the swifty fans out there please we're don't not trying don't down. please still listen to our podcast just because we have this one take we don't hate her we don't have any problem with her really we just say why are people so so incredibly obsessed with her mm-hmm. i don't know but anyways um i like that take okay this one no one's gonna agree with me and i know it but i put it on here because i'm so did you read it already? No, I, I can't uh, even see it from this far away. <laughs> LeBron is better than Jordan. Okay, that is stupid. <laughs> I knew you were going to pull up something like that, and I thought in my mind, like... What if is you that? guys know me, you know I just constantly flare up with hot takes in real life, so this is... Like- I agree, because some people are like, unpopular opinion, LeBron's not that good. No, if you look at the statistics, he's, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Like, look at the stats. But Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Like, you eh. can't... No, 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 Ivy. My main argument, okay, and we, we're not going to do a full podcast on all the arguments, but my main argument is Michael Jordan had people around him. LeBron dragged people to the finals. He dragged team to the finals. When Michael Jordan had people around him that were, was a good team, even, like, LeBron didn't have an easy route anytime, and he would have got a lot more championships if he had people around him who, you know, made, made the team better. That's yeah. my main argument. When people try to put in, like, the championships. All right, I can I can take that. I just feel like basketball has changed a little bit. Yeah, with people. Since... I think it's hard to compare the two in general. Yeah, because they're both great. Like they both yeah. are great, and I think people are like Michael Jordan. Like I think of Michael Jordan, I think of like the best, like the absolute best. But like LeBron James is good too. And for people who say he's not, you're just dumb. you don't know ball. You just you just don't understand. <laughs> like people say that all the time, and kids. The kids I work with say it, and I'm like, you're literally, like, five. Like, you don't know anything about anything. But anyway. <laughs> so that's my take. I know that one is fiery hot, and no one agrees it with is. me, but it's, it's okay. It is. burning hot. Burning hot. Like, I'm going to have to take this blanket off. It actually is hot in here, right? It actually, like, my face I is I actually do need the blanket off, I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> if I was in shorts, it'd be fine, but right, I'm right. in sweats, and it's cold. It's well, hot. you're the one that wanted to get all cozy. I did, and then I got <laughs> under there, and it was hot. All right. What's your next one? My third one is, what is the most strategic sport? I'll I'll let you... What is the most strategic sport? Yes. I feel like you're going to say something stupid. Thank you. (laughs) I just feel like I'm going to think this through really far and you're going to have like a very... Yes, thank you. I want you to think it through very far. The most strategic sport, I would say... Golf. Okay, and I knew you were going to say that. I had it in my head because I almost put it because I was thinking about... Because you think about, like, you have to do the different strokes, the different, like, the way you stand differently, the different irons, the different, like... Golf is hard. I've been golfing. I used to golf all the time in high school, and it's hard. It's It's not easy. And it's, like, even if you get, like, the technique down, like... It, sometimes it just depends on the day. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, and it also depends on if you think what I'm about to say is a sport. Because a lot of people will be like, that is not a sport. NASCAR. 
NASCAR. That is the worst take I've ever heard. You <laughs> think NASCAR is not only a sport, but you think it's the most strategic well, sport. The reason that I'm saying it's a sport is because it's competitive. First of all, you're winning for you're going against all these other people okay. to win. It's competition. Okay. Like I would fight like because people are. Here's an example. Cheerleading isn't a sport. No, it's not because you're just. Like, you might be doing athletic things, but you're not compete, competing for anything. Now, if you do the competitive right. cheerleading, that's a That's sport. different. That's mm-hmm. different. But I'm talking about just regular. But anyway, that's... If you're part. just standing and cheering for your team, I'm sorry. It's not a sport. Yeah. Hate to break it to you, son. Well, daughter. But it's not... Well, I don't know. You could be a son. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. NASCAR. Think about it, though. Like, you have to get in that car, and you have to know everything you're doing, and you have to... It's so fast, and it's so dangerous, and you have to, like, plan out what you're going to do, and you have to know every driver and their... What they... Like, their strategies and stuff, and you have to make sure you're not just only listening to your crew chief, but you're also, like, doing what he says and, like, understanding what he says. I don't know. I think it's pretty legit. And okay. I think... I can see it. I think... <clears throat> I do think it's probably sport... But I also think that, I don't know if it's the most strategic sport. I would say golf is really strategic. And tennis is super strategic, too. I've never played, well, yeah, I've never played It is, if you get to, like, the higher levels, it's, like, super strategic. What about chess? Chess isn't a sport, sorry. I don't know. I don't think it's a sport. It's not really a sport. It's more of a club or a hobby. Yeah, that's very strategic, (laughs) but that's not even. I'm terrible at chess like absolutely terrible and i get i'm bad at that i'm even bad at checkers so there's no hope yeah i get like i get too bored is my problem like with sports and stuff if it's man i keep burping like fast pace like i'm i'm into it but like if i have to sit there and really think about stuff i'm like "Mm, okay so i like sometimes just let the other people win yeah but then I'm also a little bit competitive, so then, like, I have to go back and do it again just to make sure that they don't win the second round so they don't think through all that. There you go. There you go. <clears throat> I don't know if I talked about this last week, but I started playing pickleball. That's my... <gasps> pickleball is the super best. Super fun, but so I fun. get really mad if I yeah. don't win, so... Yeah. Working on it. Working on Becoming it. Becoming a pro. Yes. <clears throat> my next take... I have two food takes, and then I have one other take, so I'm gonna go with one of the food takes. Okay. Chicken tenders are mid. I'm sorry, but you think about America and everybody's like, I love chicken tenders and like chicken tenders everywhere. They're mid. When you look at all the food groups. Chicken tenders are my second favorite food. Oh my gosh. So I can't like, I can't agree with you on that one. I think chicken tenders are absolutely amazing. If I go anywhere, like if they don't have salmon Your food on, takes are crazy. If they don't have salmon on the menu, I'm taking chicken tenders. And sweet potato fries with some ketchup. Sweet what? You don't like sweet potato what fries? What is the ketchup for? Um, both. <laughs> Ew. Sweet potato fries what? I love. But the ketchup part is what got me. And the chicken tenders part is what got me. If you're going to Cane's, yeah, I get chicken tenders. But if you're going to somewhere that has everything, no. That's okay, the last your... thing on my list. I'm going to get about... a salad before I get that. Easily. Okay, I like salad with <laughs> chicken tenders on top of my salad. <laughs> I, I can't agree with you. Grilled chicken is better than of, grilled chicken is one hundred percent better than bread bread and chicken. So that just not. gets into that too. It's not grilled chicken is better, and that's an even better grilled chicken is healthier, but it's not. It, it tastes better. No, it doesn't. You can Ivy. flavor it more. You can only flavor chicken tenders so much. You're so weird. <laughs> She's homeschooled. I don't think I'm weird. I think that you're the weird one. I'm not. That weird. you go to a restaurant, and you're like, oh, they don't have salmon. Dang it! I'm gonna get chicken tenders. <laughs> I think it's weird that you go up and be like, mm, hmm, chicken tenders are a salad. Salad, please. 
That's weird. Oh, well, I'm going to go, like, steak or grilled chicken or something Literally way before that. Literally just get out of the United States. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's what's, unpopular what is opinion. Your favorite it's unpopular food? opinion. What's your favorite food? I told food? you, it's pasta. Oh, you Specifically shrimp okay, alfredo. Okay, so go to Italy. Shrimp alfredo. Go to Italy. Okay, I'll go. We don't want you here. Okay, fine. We're upset, like, with you. The whole One person United is States upset. of America. I don't know. I think more people agree than you would think. I don't think so. I think so. I think people are diehard chicken tender lovers. Loveless. If you have to have sauce to make something taste good, then you're out of Okay, I don't actually need sauce to make it taste I good. I do. And I need cane sauce start, or something good. When you good. start eating over here, best chicken tenders you will ever have in your entire life. Really? No, I'm dead serious. Especially with tomato... Uh, Thursdays, we have tomato... Um, What's that called? Soup? Soup? You put the ch- tenders into the soup? <gasps> I'm drooling right now just thinking about it. I can't it's a cafeteria it. food. It can't be that good. Oh, it's amazing. I've never had better cafeteria food in my life. Really? With, like, a little grilled... You have, like, a grilled cheese, tomato soup, and chicken tenders with a Diet Coke. Oh, I can't She's drooling over I here over chicken tenders. Which goes into my next one. Diet Coke is the best pop. Quit. Maybe Get out. Get out. Get out. In drink. the entire world. Get out of town. If it didn't, like, eat up my insides... <laughs> Someone's coming in the house. Oh. Yeah, and yes. I thought it was counting down for some reason. Diet Coke is the absolute best pop, maybe best drink in the world. Like I said, I know it tears up your insides. But truly, it really doesn't. Uh, I, I mean, it, it does. does. It definitely does. But, like, we're all going to die anyway. And I feel like might as well die with a good Diet Coke in your hand. That is such a horrible take. I hate Diet Coke. It doesn't even taste good. That's because you just haven't opened your eyes. Diet Coke is the best. Oh, it's so gross. If I go anywhere and I'm like, mm, I'm feeling a pop, always a Diet Coke. Oh my gosh, that's always. awful. It's always a Coke for me. I'm just like a normal person. No, I tried Coke for the first time in a very, very long time because I always get Diet Coke. And I was literally like, like throwing up in the cup. Not actually, but like pretty oh my much. Gosh, that's so dramatic. No, it's not. Uh, okay, that's mm-hmm. a horrible take. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, my next take: double texting isn't that big of a deal. Oh no, it's not. Thank you. Because people like make such a big deal about it. They're like, you can't double text. Like you have to wait for that person to respond. But sometimes you like think of something else and you yeah. want to say something, and it's like a random thing. No, it's not I- like you're being clingy. If you're being right. clingy, that's another right. thing. Clingy is another thing. Double texting just doesn't even matter. Like. Unless, like, they, like, the person you're texting generally is just ignoring you. But I feel like you can always feel those vibes. But, like, if they're not, like, I just don't think double texting is that big of a deal. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's one, yeah, it's one thing if they were just, like, stonewalling you. And yeah. you're, like, trying to talk to them. Like, say you're, like, like this person, you've been trying to text more them. More answers. And then stuff. they're, like, they're very obviously, like, not interested and you continue right. to, like, over... Like, I get that. Like, that's not good. But if it's, like, someone you're with or someone you're, like, talking to or whatever, like, mm-hmm. double texting is not a big deal. I right. don't think. I don't either. Cool. Look at us agreeing. <laughs> we're agreeing wow. sometimes and sometimes we're not agreeing. All right. Starbucks isn't that good. Okay. See, I feel like Explain. a hypocrite for saying this because... Explain, because you get Starbucks all the time. That is more than very I true. Yeah, and that's why I feel like a hypocrite because I get Starbucks... To, well, I got it today, which was the first time in, since, like, May... I don't know, sometime in May because my point showed up. But anyway, 
And I don't know, like, every time I get it, like, my mind's, like, I don't know, like, I never feel like it tastes good. And I'm like, oh, I got a bad one today. But I feel like this mm-hmm. is happening all the time. And I feel like there's... Now, I love the dragon drink, so I'll give it's them so that. It's so good. Then that's it's what so I good. normally get. That's what I always get. So, I'll, I'll, I'll let it go for that. But, like, their coffee, like, I really... Their coffee... Okay, I'm learning more and more the more... Okay, there's good coffee places, but there's a lot of coffee places I go to that I don't get coffee at, and I just don't like it. Like, yeah. I love my coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. just straight out of the pot Me with too. some creamer. Like, yes. that's my jam. But like, I go yeah. out to some of these coffee places, and I don't like the taste of their coffee, yeah. and I don't know what yes, it is. Yes, yes. Like, literally, like, Starbucks, people getting, like, these lattes... I don't think cold brew's really that good. Like, I think if you make it yourself, it can be. Yeah, cold brew The best coffee ever is straight out of the pot with (laughs) some creamer, and that's it. Like, yeah, like fresh in the morning, starting your day, like, that's the best coffee. Now, but if you want, like, a drink drink, yeah, I'll go to Starbucks and get, like, a dragon drink or a pink drink. Yeah. Those things are great. But I don't ever go to Starbucks for coffee, really. Except their caramel yeah. macchiato is good. So if I'm going in the morning, I'll get that. But I got that yesterday, and I didn't even like it. I really? I went to Kim Trip. <laughs> really? I love that. But I, like, I don't know. There's something, and maybe it's actually just my taste, but, like, the only cup of coffee that I would drink, like, fully is just in the morning, the hot cup of coffee. Like, Imagine getting a hot cup of coffee in the morning. It's a little bit of creamer and just like having that just sets you up for a good day. Yeah, if you don't have your coffee in the morning, it just it doesn't set you up for the day. No, although I haven't had coffee in a while. I actually haven't either. I have this weekend, but like during the week, I don't because I have pre workout before workout. I I don't drink coffee usually. I don't really live with my parents anymore, but when I go home. Nothing in the world beats my mother's coffee in the morning. Really? Nothing. Not one yeah. single thing. And she's like, honey, do you want me to make it for you? And, I'm like, and you're yes, like, yes. Mom. And she comes up with a little coffee mug, and it's the same one every single time. Oh, And cute. it's so good. It's so good. And it's like just this like powdered stuff, like powdered creamer from Walmart. Mm. So good. Yeah, I don't do the powdered creamer. That's a little. I think little. it's so. No, have you had it though? I feel like I haven't. It wasn't I feel good. like you haven't. No, I feel like I have. No, I feel like you haven't because you powder like creamer it. is trash. Her unpopular opinion. She is that it's literally good. just doesn't even know. You haven't had it. I've had it before. It wasn't good. What kind of? Powder I don't know. Creamer? It was just some powdered creamer. No, that's all I had. I no, think. I'm gonna have to make you one morning. You're gonna have to come over here, and I'm gonna have to put it in the coffee pot and make me a powdered creamer latte. Not a latte. It's just creamer. Okay. Well, I really it's a tablespoon one thing of some I creamer. Really, that's it. Not to change coffee. the subject, but I really want to invest in like a nice like espresso machine when I get like I have a house and stuff. Unpopular opinion. My best friend got one and I thought it was trash. She didn't even like it. She hardly oh, uses it. Well, you have to get a good one that tastes good. She got a good one. Oh. She's like a big time coffee girl, and we were like. Mm. It looks really cute, though, and she has, like, cute TikToks with it and stuff. Oh, well, but, I'm going to find one that's good. Yeah. Because that'd be really cool, the ones that, like, make all the different specialty drinks. Cam and Gracie. Because really? apparently he makes, like, the best cup of coffee in the morning for them because he used to work at Roast, and he has, like, his own, like, machines and stuff. Oh, I'll ask yeah. him about it. That's a good question. Um, okay, is it my turn? Yeah. All right. This is my last one. I don't okay, know how many more you have. Okay, I have one more, too. Okay, oh. one more. Wow, how did we do that? We just came for the list around. Um, this last one is, I feel like it's not too unpopular. It's kind of unpopular. Pineapple is the best pizza topping. Okay, that is just absolutely gross. What? 
I just, I'm like a little bit upset with you for saying that. It's just, it's the best. Nope, it's just pepperoni. No, no, no. I'm talking like it's the best pizza topping, but like you can put other stuff on it. It's not a one topping pizza. No, I don't like it. Oh, you don't <laughs> like it at all. You don't like a delicious. Okay, imagine this. We got ourselves a nice hand tossed crust, garlic, butter crust. You're making me want to order a pizza. I kind of want pizza now too. What if we ordered a pizza? We should order a pizza. Do you want? Let's order a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) We both already ate, but we're gonna order a pizza right now. Okay. But then, like, we got some marinara sauce. Okay. Cheese. Okay. Don't ham. Ruin, don't ruin it. Pineapple. You loved it with the ham. Slice it. Take a bite. It's the best. I'm sorry. It is the best. I ruined it with the ham. And the pineapple. That's gross. It's so good. That's gross, Ivy. I'm drooling thinking about it. I'm throwing up thinking about it. Like, I have that throw-up taste in my mouth right now. You have a throw-up taste in your mouth over this? Yeah. <laughs> the best pizza is... All right, and people are going to be like, What? I, I do eat gluten-free most of the time, except I did just eat a cookie. But <laughs> I never hardly eat regular pizza anymore. Cauliflower crust is my favorite oh my crust ever. You don't like it? How are we even going to order a pizza together? Because we don't even like this. It's actually a good valid point. <laughs> but have you ever had cauliflower crust? Have you ever had it? Because I haven't. I can't say I have. Because actually, I think I did one time because my mom was on a diet. Oh. But anyway... <laughs> I've, I, like, my dad, for example, tried it, liked it. My friend's dad tried it, liked it. Like, if you get the dads on it, I feel like it's good. But it's not better than normal bread. But you don't have that, like, nasty feeling afterwards. Don't look at me like that, baby. I will <laughs> slam you onto the ground. <laughs> I don't know about this. Not abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I disagree, but... It's okay. I disagree with you. I think my take was good. What's your last take? All right. What is the type of music that gives you the best lift? Rap. Gosh. She's out of control. (laughs) What is the best? Worship music. Really? I put on worship music like that soft... There's no way you get a good pump to that. Get a PR every stinking single time. You know why? Because the, the Lord, Lord is, is on my side and he is with me. And I have I've done heard... that a couple times, I think, but not often. Or like some... Okay, so one of my best buddies from home, his name is Dalton. Shout out to Dalton if you're listening to this. But we would live together and he would be like, live like, what do you think I'm listening to right now? No idea. Some like sad Taylor Swift music. And he <laughs> is like, Ugh! like, he's a big fella. Like... And oh. then he, he kind of got me on the train. And I know I said I wasn't a Swifty. I'm not just talking about Taylor Swift music. Well, last it's week like you were talking about music. how you shouldn't listen to sad music in the yes, gym. Yes, yes. I did say that. Because I don't think it's good for you mentally. However, however, it's not. I don't think any type of sad music is good for you mentally. Probably not. Because I think music is just like, it gets into your brain. And then if you listen to sad music, your mood for the day is going to be sad. But if you listen to, like, good music or worship music. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to take that back. Thank you. Not sad music, soft music. Okay. Because sometimes it just hits different. So you're saying soft music or worship music? Oh, I'm, I listen to worship music in okay. the gym. Unpopular opinion. Yes. Worship music. Okay. Yes. Yeah, no, not what I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> you're like. What? <laughs> 
No, you gotta have something to get you. Yeah, I get it. I Going. get it. There's times. But, like, lately I've been doing worship music. Like, if music I wake up like, in the wow. morning and I go to the gym and I listen to worship music, I might fall asleep. But who knows? It that's, could work. That's a valid point. I don't like, know. it's just a little too slow. I not listen. That, I'm not saying I don't listen to other music in the gym because I definitely do. But I feel like my best gym days, I'm listening to good, some good worship music. There you go. You want a PR? Pray and listen to some worship music. And God will lift those heavy weights for you. For you. you. <laughs> You'll get muscle instantly. Just like that. The heavenly angels are just around you. It's amazing. Wow. Amazing. You walk in and you smell sweet aroma when you get into the gym. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our, okay, so that was our fun little section of the day. Hope you guys enjoyed yes. it. I think that was fun. I had fun. I had a lot of fun with it, so that's that's what's important. That's we what's did, important. I did say this last week. We did get a lot of compliments on people really liked the podcast and Shut said up. it was actually really entertaining. So oh, look at us. Thanks, guys, because I I was a little I was like I don't know if it was or hugs not. and kisses XOXO. Love y'all. Keep Gossip listening. Girls. Um, we're gonna talk about something a little deeper and more serious now. Oh, I told you this. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about relationships slash some like friendships too. Yeah. but like I didn't think about this one though because I wanted everything I said to be raw. Yeah, mine is too because I was just thinking about unpopular opinions all yeah, that work. Too. <laughs> I was like, What's my unpopular opinions? Um, so, basically, we already told our relationship status, but... Yeah, I'm single. She's single, I'm very not single. <laughs> She's not single, I'm single and not ready to mingle. She's not ready to mingle. Not ready. On. Sorry. Er- Sorry, man. No mingling, but yes, I'm in a very serious relationship, and so where do we want to start with this? Mm. I'm wondering where, like, it's a huge topic, so... Maybe just tell us about... Like, when you started dating? Yeah, okay. Um, so, I think, I said this before, I was single for, like, my whole life, and then it would have been, like, a year and a half ago, probably, I was serving, and I said this last week, too, I was serving in preteens, which is also where I met Olivia, so, woo-woo! Preteens! <laughs> but, I was serving when in preteens. you met your two loves. <laughs> yes, exactly, I met my two loves. <laughs> And we were, um, we had, like, a weekend, like, retreat thing for the kids. So we were, like, all serving there. And I was just, like, like, people had been joking about me and Adam. Like, Hannah Pratt. Hannah Pratt gets so many shout-outs in the podcast. (laughs) Go Hannah Pratt. Go Hannah Pratt. (laughs) No, but, like, she and a few other people had been, like, saying, like, oh, you and Adam. I'd be, like, you and Adam. And, like, I didn't know him real well. I just knew of him. I was, like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Like, I was very open to it. Um, but it was actually, it was other people. And then like Hannah came up and was like, yes, you like, you absolutely should. She's like, he's amazing. All this stuff. And that was like, like, I was like, okay, if Hannah says he's great, then (laughs) says he's good. I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in. So then that happens. And so basically this actually, you guys are going to see how like, I was very confident in myself because we, I like, didn't really, like I talked to, I tried to kind of flirt that weekend, but it wasn't like anything crazy. Like we're like leading kids. Like we're not really having much time. But then I was, like, thinking about it. I'm, like, I'm going to text him. So I texted him on Instagram. Whoa. Yeah, text him on Instagram. Crazy. We already followed each other because, like, we kind of, like, known each other somewhat. And I texted him and was just, like, it was, like, a cringy text or something. It was, like, hey. But it was very straightforward. I was, like, hey, I really enjoyed something about I enjoyed seeing your preteens this week. Um, I'd like to get to know you better with, like, a smiley face. What? 
Okay, so... You think I'm ballsy now, but wait. Wait, so, like... So I send him this on Instagram. Okay, but let's time out for a second. Do you think girls should make the first move, or should guys make the first move, or does it matter? I don't think it matters in that sense. I think when it comes to asking on a date, I think the guys should do it. But I Mm -hmm. think that for, like, making just, like, a text move, like, I'm like, I don't really care. Hmm. Because sometimes guys are just oblivious. See, I've never made, in at least in a very long time, a text move to a guy. Really? Yeah. That was the only Like, I don't know why that just, like, throws me off. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... It would be nice, but, like, sometimes you just got to put yourself out there. Yeah. But anyways, he said he was <laughs> going to ask me for my number that weekend, but then he just, like, didn't or whatever. Boo. Yeah, boo. He almost lost Get it. Get out of here, Adam. Anyways, so I text him, and no response. Boo. No response. No response. What is, okay, guys. See, this is when... Ew. No response for a day. I don't like this guy already. No response for another day. <laughs> She's just kidding. She likes me. No response for two days. No response for three days. Okay, now I'm throwing up. (laughs) And I am so, like, I was just sure. I was like, it doesn't say that he's been active in a while. You can turn off your active receipts. But I was like, I don't feel like he did. I feel like it doesn't say he's been active. I feel, and he hasn't posted in, like, a year. I bet he doesn't even have, like, Instagram anymore. Why did that just close? Okay. And I was like, I bet he doesn't have Instagram. But I, like, I thought that, like, the first day, and then I thought that the second day and the third day, I'm like, I really am confident he does not have Instagram anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I can't believe I did this. And I was like, I, like, maybe he does, and maybe he's ignoring me, and I'm just going to be really extra about this. But, hey, maybe he doesn't have Instagram genuinely, and he didn't see the message. Right. So I text Hannah. I'm like, hey, can you send me Adam's number? Shut up. <laughs> and I explained the whole thing to her. I was like, I think that he deleted Instagram. She's like, yeah, sure. Send it to me, whatever. And I texted him basically the same text message on text. That's really funny. Did you delete I it was on so, Instagram? I was like sick to my stomach. I would have been too. Like, I'm getting nervous. I think I did delete it. it on Instagram so yeah. that he didn't see it was on both. Yeah. But I was like, I'm like sick to my stomach. I'm like, there's no way. Two hours later, text back. I was like, oh my gosh. What did he say? He was just like, and I said, I'd like to get to know you better. And then I said, like, I had like my first question. It was like, have you lived in, like, have you lived around here your whole life or something? And so he like was like, hey, Ivy. And like responded to that and question. The rest is history. And the rest. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, now looking back, I'm like, you were crazy. Because what if he did see it and then you texted him again? That's bold because I definitely wouldn't have. I would have been like, well, yeah, but God he had, said no. <laughs> he had deleted Instagram and see? he had been off Instagram for a while. So it was like, see? Hey, trust your gut, girls. Trust your gut, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and yeah, he's great, and we're very happy, and yeah. And how long have you guys been dating? Um, it was April of last year, so over a year, but I don't nice. know the exact amount of months, so yeah. Yeah. And you never had a boyfriend before or anything, right? Correct. Did you talk to anybody before? A little bit, but it wasn't like, was like I'd talk to people, but I wasn't talking, talking to people. Right. It was like people that you're like friends with and you think down the road and then nothing happens right yeah that's fair yeah so yeah my story's a little bit different but i feel like i shared this last time but i can share it again since we're talking about relationships Go for it. i had a boyfriend at a pretty young age boyfriend quote unquote it's not like we ever went on dates we just said we were boyfriend and girlfriend i liked him and <laughs> in like the sixth grade i wasn't even, no seventh sixth or seventh oh i don't remember I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. Like, I remember asking my parents, and they were like, no, you don't need to open that door. And I was like, what? Why? 
And so I told him that, and it got. And a you little, guys were like, "No, let's just do it anyways." Yeah, basically, which is terrible, guys. But we were in the sixth grade. Like, I'll give us maybe seventh. I don't even remember. I'll give us some credit. Like, we were just little babies. And then, um, without getting into too much detail, I kind of just dated guys like back to back since that, or talked to guys, um, which is not healthy, but. That's just where I was in life, and I guess it's, like, out of insecurities and things, like, that was just kind of what happened, and and then my fast forward to junior year of high school, I think, I started dating a guy, and we dated for, like, a year and a half, didn't work out, um, actually, what happened was, is I gained a ton of confidence with lifting, I started lifting, and I just remember this is funny but my trainer telling me that I'm gonna break up with my boyfriend just because I can like (laughs) I was like I didn't understand it but it was just like the confidence that that gives you and he wasn't like the right type of guy like I wasn't I was a Christian but I wasn't really following Christian values or anything at that time and it was just like not where I should have been in a relationship and I knew that it wasn't right so I dumped him she dumped him. Yeah, I dumped him. And I don't know. Like, ever since then, I've just kind of, um, I mean, given that part of my life to God and was just kind of like, I need healing for all this past stuff. Like, I was talking to a guy, like, back to back to back since I was, what, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was 18. So, like, that's five years of my life that, like, I didn't get to spend, have my first priority in God or in myself or what his calling was for my life so I decided that like that was my time now and so like there's definitely times I'm like oh like I do and I do want like a relationship and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but I know that if I keep carrying around things that I haven't fully been healed yet it's just gonna hurt another person um too so Mm -hmm. but I also think God can bring people into your life to help you heal but right now that's just where I'm at and I don't know I'm pretty happy that way yeah that's totally great yeah that's good um what would you say is just kind of to get us in the right direction what would you say is the most important thing to a relationship like based on like something within the relationship that you have to like I don't know because like here's my example of mine like Mm -hmm. communication I think is just so important yeah I think when I think about relationships the healthy relationships I see around me and like my own relationship it's healthy because like we're both willing to like communicate mm-hmm. what you need what you value but also like communicate when you're like I'm just really upset right now and we yeah. need to talk about this right I think communication is like insanely important like you have to communicate and like you said like um like what's valuable to you it's valuable to that person like mm-hmm. what you're expectations are where you at like or where you at <laughs> where you at bro <laughs> where you're at and like your faith your morals like everything like mm-hmm. that like you have to communicate and be on the same page and the quiet game is stupid like I don't yeah, know why people play that game and for me I think something that's so important in a relationship which I guess doesn't come until like you are really into dating like engagement marriage type of thing is sacrifice mm-hmm. um I think that's just I think one of the biggest things um, in a relationship is sacrificing yourself for the other person being like my wants my desires aren't important because I'm putting you like kind of above yourself 
which mm-hmm. really doesn't come until later down the road. I feel like yeah. when you're single, you can be insanely selfish with your time and what you want to do and all that stuff. And then when you start dating someone, you can't be as selfish because yeah. then there's someone else involved involved emotionally in your life. Yeah. But that's still a time for you to... I mean, essentially, you still are putting yourself first mm-hmm. because you can't... You're not... You haven't been married you're not like one yet or anything but yeah. then when you have like a fiance that's when you have to start realizing like oh I have to sacrifice more of my time um what I want my needs for this other person then when you're married you have to sacrifice it all yeah so. and I think even in dating it starts in some ways like if you really like I think some people just like treat their significant other as just like someone else in their life like mm-hmm. it's like yeah, they're a part of my life, but they're, like, on the same level as my friends and everyone else, and, like, I've seen friends do that, and it's just, not that they have to be, like, this glowing person in your eyes, and you have to be, like, but there does come a point where it's, like, you're gonna put some, like, someone needs to be your priority, and, like, you need to put, like, not on a pedestal, but they need to be, like, up there, like, God's your first priority, obviously, but they need to probably come above some other people in your life, if you're serious. Now, if you're just starting dating, like, nothing like that, but I think, like, say... They call you and they've had just a horrible day at work or they have a horrible day at school or they just had a horrible day. And they're just like, hey, I know you had other plans tonight, but is there any way we could like go do this or whatever? Or you could just like we could hang out and talk like those are the kind of things I think in like dating are like practical things that it's like, yeah, yeah you're going to put that person first. I agree because that also just shows you like if you don't practice those things in dating, then the other person that you're with is not going to like how would they know that you'll do that? further down the road yeah. when it really matters and you are married or something. Yeah. And so I definitely agree with that. And I don't know. I think that's also where communication um, comes in. And I mean, if you really like someone, like you are going to sacrifice your times, your wants, your needs for that other person. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I was going to say about the communication thing. For me, it's it's been a really big journey for me because when I started, I'm, I don't think I've shared this, but I'm, I'm very much a people pleaser. And so it's just something that, like, I am such a people pleaser. Like, I want everybody else to be happy. And so I wouldn't share, like, yeah, that made me mad or that mm-hmm. made me upset. Right. Like, when we first started dating, I would just, like, bottle it all up, bottle it up. Um, and I would just, like, not tell him and, like, very much keep it to myself. And then it would, like, come out in huge, like, like everything yeah. would come out and I would just be upset and mad. Yeah. And that wasn't healthy. And I had to learn to be like, okay, something's bothering me at this moment. It might, like, if it's something big, I should share it. Mm-hmm. And then you almost get to, and then it's, that's been my journey. And then I've gotten to a point almost where it's like, I communicate too much. Mm-hmm. And not that you can have too much communication, but when you're being nitpicky about things, right. that's where it gets an issue. Like, nagging kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like, I don't, and I'm working on that. It's something I'm working on because it's like, I don't want to be the girlfriend that like always complains about all these little things. Because I, it's from a place of, oh, I've never, I didn't communicate before, so I'm trying to communicate now. Well, it's okay to communicate if, like, something is, like, really upsetting you, but it's also, like, if it's something that you're not going to be upset about tomorrow, it's really not worth, like. Yeah. And, like, obviously communicating, like, in other ways is fine, but, like, if you're communicating, like, a conflict issue or something that, like, made you a little upset, like, the person you're with is going to frustrate you. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the one thing you got to know is, like. If you're in a relationship, it's not all fun and games. It's not all, not all perfect. If you're spending, like, a lot of time with this person, no matter who, like, if it's a sibling, if it's a friend, right. but especially if it's, like, your significant other, like, you're going to get annoyed with them. Mm-hmm. 
and like if you pick it out every single time they're gonna start getting like oh my goodness why are you acting like this and yeah you just have to be careful because I think there's a very good in between of I'm gonna communicate things that bother me and then like I'm not going to communicate if like it's a really small thing and tear you down you know what I I mean I think that's also like kind of where the sacrifice part comes into it because like when you're in a relationship and you really truly love someone and you like know that like this is the person God has for me, like, I want to marry them, you kind of have to sacrifice, like, things that annoy you, mm-hmm. or think, like, you communicate with it, but if it's just, like, something, like, stupid, like, oh, they don't, I don't know, like, clean up, like, right after themselves, it's, mm-hmm. like, first you have to think of, like, can I live with this the rest of my life? I think that's a really good thing yeah. to think about, and if the answer is, like, I love them, I need to sacrifice this and we're going to make it through. Mm -hmm. And I think those are two big things. First, asking yourself the first question of could I do this forever is Mm -hmm. really, really important because a lot of times, especially in my friends, especially from back home and in high school, they put up with things that I'm just there and they say that it's because they love them. But in reality, you were just being way too emotional. You have your emotions involved. Did you involved. just rip this one off? Yeah, I did. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um, you're just being, like, way too involved emotionally to where you can't see. Like, they say love is blind, and that's, like, really true. And so you have to stop for a minute and just be like, mm-hmm. is this something that I really want in my life? Is this making me a better person? Mm-hmm. I think if you're with someone and you can answer the question of they're drawing me closer to God, they're making me a better person, and they're helping me grow, and I'm just better with them, mm-hmm. then that's kind of like, okay, then you figured yeah. out that they're your person, and you have to put those things to the side. And not that anyone's listening to this for, like, real relationship advice, but if you are, <laughs> we've got some. <laughs> I have something, like, deep to say, and I'm like, well... Or they actually care. But we're not relationship experts or anything like that. But you deserve to be treated well and you deserve to be treated right. And I think that so many girls, like, I think you and me are both pretty confident. And that's that's good. So I think we know what we deserve. But a lot of girls I see, like, and probably guys too, I just don't see that side of the aisle. But, like, girls are, like, they get with someone and, like, it's, like, they feel like Mm -hmm. they have to make up for who they are. And they're not secure and they're just, like, they don't, they're so insecure and they just don't expect anything and all of this stuff. And the truth of it is just that you deserve to be treated well. And, like, I always knew that I deserved that. And that was something that like is such a big blessing with Adam it's like he will treat me well he will love me well he will like put me first Mm -hmm. and he makes an effort to like do sweet things for me and thoughtful things and those are things that like I'm not like the biggest like I guess romantic Mm -hmm. like I'm not a super romantic person (laughs) (laughs) but like he is and he will treat me in that way and like I just think and it's in a million different ways not just like thoughtfulness and those kind of things but you deserve to be treated well, and if you're not yeah. being treated well, then you deserve better. And if you are being treated well, then you deserve that and don't feel like, oh, I have to make up for the fact they're being so kind to me, I need to do, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yes, be kind back and everything, but it's okay to be treated well, and that's not, like, it's not as rare as you think it is. You can mm-hmm. find someone who will treat you well. Right. And, and you don't have to settle for someone who won't. Yeah, I think part of that, too, with girls is that I was there, too, and it's, First, you aren't confident in yourself, like Ivy said, but you just don't know your identity and who you are. And I felt like when I was with people or even friends, like I was always like changing. And I've even seen that in my life now. And I'm like, no, like you have to be firm in who you are 
and go out there and just be you. And I think that's people are scared to be themselves because they don't feel like they're enough. And mm-hmm. Ivy and I, obviously, we're both Christians and stuff. And so we find our identity in Christ and who he says that we are. So we're not looking for man's approval or anything like that. We already know. And if someone isn't treating us in the way that we should be treated, then we just you don't give them the time of day because you know your worth, mm-hmm. you know your standards, you just, I mean, you you know what you're looking for and who you want to become. Mm-hmm. And if people aren't pushing you or leading you to that, then bye-bye. Like, that's just, yeah. and I think it all starts with who you are in Christ, always. Yeah. And that was a big part of mine is, like, when I, um, after my senior year, I really had to dive deep and find out, like, who does Jesus say I am? Spend as much time in the Word. And he really did that for me. Um, and I just gave it to him. And he changed a lot of my life. And that's really where it comes from. But Because I even see sometimes my Christian friends fall into that trap, too, of, like, always needing a guy or validation or mm-hmm. insecurities, which does happen. And it's not, like, oh, I'm better than them. It's just, like you see it because you've been through it Mm -hmm. so you want to be like no there's better there's more like if Mm -hmm. you just stop and if you allow yourself to be single and you were single your whole life so Mm -hmm. like I feel like that's different for you than for people that like have always had male validation through guys Mm -hmm. I think you need that single season like it was so important for me yeah you do and I think maybe that maybe you've been in a relationship for a long time and you guys break up about over something and it just wasn't working or whatever Mm -hmm. You need that time. Don't yeah. jump into the next relationship. Do not, Don't. That's do just not, not like. And it's maybe for you, it's how it works. But honestly, I haven't seen that work out very often. It's where you're toxic. in a really good relationship, and it just doesn't work out, and then you yeah. jump into the next one. It's like you yeah. need time to heal. You need time to grow into your own person. Like, and there, if you're very quick to move on to the next relationship, then maybe you weren't fully into that first one because right. you don't have time to heal. Like, yeah. Or, and the reason for that being is because when you get out of something that you're emotionally involved in, you have baggage. You have, and I don't necessarily want to say baggage, but things that you need to work through and sit and think, okay, why did I react like this? Why did they react like this? Why did they, first of all, feel like they could treat me like this? And that always, sometimes people can just treat you bad. But like sometimes it's because of your actions and what you're doing is opening a door and allowing people to treat you bad or to use you or to think you're naive. And so that was something I had to sit with and work and be like, why did this happen in the first place? And I knew that if I went and got a new relationship or like some people go and get a new guy right after the other, you're actually just looking for them to fix what you can't fix yourself. And that's why you have to spend a lot of time with God and take a lot of time of singleness because you have to really mend those broken pieces or else you're never going to fulfill, be fulfilled right. in every relationship you're going to have. You're just going to feel like you're burying that person with all your personal issues and they're going to feel like they can't carry everything because mm-hmm. they can't. They weren't designed to do that. Exactly. And I would say another thing that I thought about when we were talking about all that is like if you're at the beginning of a relationship and someone's already not treating you right, Oh, get out. Get out. Run. Get out. Like, that is, like, the most obvious red flag in the world. Yeah. Before you get emotionally attached, before you Mm -hmm. fall even in love with this person, you have to, like, people are at the best behavior at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So if they're already not treating you right, there's not even a shot you should be in their vicinity. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm being, like, I'm being very honest with you on that. Like, 
they should be, they will be on their best behavior. So if that's their best behavior, you don't want to see their worst. Right. And, like, that's really right. important is, like, <clears throat> if you're, like, getting into a relationship, say, um, you started going on a couple of dates or whatever, and they're not, like, like, a big thing for me is how you carry yourself, being a gentleman, all those things. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. Yes. And maybe to you it's not as important, but that was important to me. Like, if I had pulled up to the first date and Adam, like, was like, hey, you want to meet me here and do this? And then I get there and, like, he doesn't open doors for me. He doesn't pay for anything. He's just kind of, like... That would be unattractive to me. And I would yeah. be like, oh, so how's he going to treat me for the rest? And, like, yeah. like, and I get that's not the biggest deal, but, like, things like that. Like, if you see that. But, no, like, he picks me up. He took me. He opened every door. He mm-hmm. paid for everything. He said kind things. Like, th- like obviously, that's, like, the best behavior, obviously. But he's continued to be that person, obviously. Right. Or I wouldn't changed. be here. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, because he's he right. is that person right. through and through. But I'm just saying, like, if you're in a situation with someone that you don't know them super well, and I knew his character even before I went on a date, which is probably a good idea, too. Find out about their character a little bit before you just go on a date with someone. Ask their friends. (laughs) Ask their friends. Ask someone that knows them or something. Don't just jump on a date. But if you get there and they're not acting, like, in the first few dates, they're not even acting like they're trying, like, that's a pretty surefire, okay, maybe not, I need to move on to my next option. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you big time. I had something in my mind and I oh. Something that really helped me too was, and okay, writing down everything that I wanted, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about things of like hair color or height or stuff like that. Character but, qualities. Yes, character qualities that you would want because those are things that, especially when you're single, you're being your most like vulnerable with yourself because sometimes you're in a new relationship and you think you like something and you write it down that you actually wouldn't like, if that makes sense, like. Or that you just genuinely don't care about. Like, if mm-hmm. the person that you're with really loved basketball or something, and, you like, you that's attractive because it was attractive in that person, mm-hmm. and you write down, loves basketball. Well, that's not really, like... That's not a make or break. Right, yeah. right. Like, just things like that. And that was just an example, because, yeah. But, and I'm not saying that, like, if you have all your boxes checked off, that you're still going to, like, really like that person, because that's not how it works. But I think that if you look and you say, like, oh, they have this quality, they have this thing that I like, this thing that I really want and I know that I need that would be beneficial and good for me to grow in who I am, then I think that's when you can start moving forward to that person, start getting emotionally attached Mm -hmm. to them. And sometimes it just doesn't work like that. Sometimes people can check all your boxes and you're just still like, this isn't working. And I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you do if, say, someone like, Okay, we'll go first this side of the aisle. Say you met someone and they check every box. They're mm-hmm. everything you ever imagined. Like everyone, like your family loves them. Your yeah. friends love them. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you guys are going to get married. All this stuff. Like, yeah. And then you're just like not compatible. What do you do in that situation? And then we're going to go on another flip side of the yeah. coin. Well, I think from my own opinion, um, you're just not meant to be with them. Um People can, there's great people in the world and... You don't have to love them. Right, and you don't have to love them and you can go out with them and that's confusing too, especially when you're around people and everyone loves them, but you were like, I just don't know why, but this doesn't feel right. And especially if you pray, if you ask God and he'll show you and maybe that person just wasn't right for where God's calling you and taking you. Or that time in your life. Yeah, or that time. And that's definitely hard, and I think a lot of people feel guilty about that, um, because I know I would. Like, if there was someone who loved the Lord, they seemed like they had everything going on in their life, they were 
cute, attractive, like, and it's just like, why don't I feel good about this? Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's not really a clear answer, but that's not a reason to put your, because I think emotions can show you, um, I don't know, I, what am I trying to say? I think you shouldn't go by your emotions and feelings all the time, but I think that God gave us them to, um, know when to go and know when to stop if that mm-hmm. makes sense like yeah. if this person's great and they just seem amazing but for some reason you're not in like want to be involved yeah. then you need to stop and you need to think about why and sometimes there's just good people that you're just yeah and it's with. okay to just yeah. be like wow you're a really good person at, like there's no hard feelings there's nothing but this just isn't working and yeah. just try to catch it early I mean yeah. you don't want to like get start getting emotionally involved but you still don't like them that much and then it just gets confusing like you just want to really like if you know this isn't working just like okay we're not compatible and and that is okay don't date people just because you think they're attractive no (laughs) i've had so many friends and so many guy friends that will go after girls just because they are attractive and i'm like okay i get that being the initial thing but that being the reason you date someone right yes i've seen it so many times and i just and then they get emotionally involved with them and it's like you didn't even like their character in the first place you just thought they were hot and i've seen that so many times not so much anymore but i i've seen it i've seen it a lot and i just are That's peop- crazy business. Yeah, it is actually really crazy. I just don't understand how that... I don't yeah, get initially, that. yeah, you think someone's cute. And it's awesome because you want to be attracted to whoever you're yeah. with for the rest of your life. I mean, you're going to be waking up to next yeah. to them. Like, yeah. you might as well think they're cute. Yeah. But, like, to be that the only thing... That like, cannot be your only thing. It's yeah, just a plus. so sad to yeah, me. Yeah, no. That's I don't know crazy why. business. Okay, it's so... mostly guys, to be honest. But. Yeah, I feel like guys are very visual, <laughs> so that's a big deal. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so flip side of the coin, sort of. It's kind of... The same route. You are in love with someone. Everything is going, like, great. Like, they're checking, like, pretty much every box. Like, you're in love with them, and then it's just not working out. What do you say to someone like that? Because I know a lot of people have that, where it's, mm-hmm. like, everything was going great, and then, like, I don't know, they just start fighting all the time, and, like, mm-hmm. I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah. Um, I guess my advice, and then we'll ask for yours, too. Mine, <laughs> um, first of all, pray about it. I think God will show you. Um, second of all, I think you need to sit back and say, okay, why are we fighting? Like, is there, um, a reason and, um, go from there? Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, there's things that just happen to where you really love somebody or you did and you're fighting all the time. And sometimes that can just mean, especially if you're praying and asking God to show you if this is the person you're supposed to be with, sometimes that can just be a result of you're not supposed to be together. And, Mm -hmm. Um, doesn't mean they're a bad person, doesn't mean you're a bad person, it just might mean that's not who you're supposed to be with. And I think a lot of people get caught up on, oh, but there's only one person for me. And I, I mean, I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And I think the only rule for marriage in the Bible is to be, or not to be unequally yoked with somebody. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of it. Like, um, I think you can, I actually just listened to this by, um, someone today, to where it's like you can meet somebody and sure you like them and you guys might argue you might have some fights you like them you both are christians you have the same moral values etc and you're you can marry them if you want to mm-hmm. um, it's still a free choice at yeah the end of the it's day. at the end of the day god you're not gonna screw up god's will for your life right. so but i also think if you're really being intentional and saying like god i want to do what you have 
created me and called me to fully do, send me someone that will help me that we can do this together. It might not be the person that you would have just chose, like if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. I don't think, and that's why it's really important to pray about it, especially before you get emotionally involved. And sometimes you do just get emotionally involved and you love someone and it's not working out. And I know people say there's plenty of fish in the sea, but honestly there really is. And that wasn't the one and only person for you right and i'm not saying now once you get married that's it you're stuck that's Sorry. it like that is the one and only person for that's you. it but yeah if, they become the one yes, the day you marry yes, them they become that's the it. one yeah. you're done and you have to learn how to communicate and have sacrifice and do all the things that and there's not there's nowhere in the bible that it says yeah you guys fight a lot so break up divorce right. no that's not how that works no you're you're there now and yeah. you chose them so you're stuck yeah then you gotta work it out the day you said i do is the day that you have to figure yeah. out everything yeah. so yeah before that you need to be evaluating and all, yeah. on that i'm i was just thinking about that because i'm like that would be super hard mm-hmm. like you fall in love with someone and yeah. you just things are going well and then things fall apart mm-hmm. and i would just say yeah you just in that moment, it's probably going to feel like the world's crashing down. Yeah, that's going to hurt. <laughs> like, that's going to really suck. But at the yeah. end of the day, you got to be like, okay, there's pro- there's a, not probably, there is a bigger plan. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason this ha- this happening. And not thinking, because in that moment, you're probably not going to be thinking about the next person. Mm-hmm. That, that probably is right. not coming into your brain. Or if you do, you're like, oh, but I don't want anybody else besides this Yeah, person. but it's like, no, like, in that moment, just think about, okay, I'm working on bettering myself. And whether that means this person comes back into my life and in a different time we're better for each other or I find someone else and we love each other better and we're better for each other. Like, right. it, again, like you were saying, like, if you're fighting, there are reasons, there are deeper issues. It's not just surface level. Like, yes, there can be bickering, just like I said, like, if you would with a sibling, like, there is bickering and stuff. But... <laughs> That does not mean that, like, if you guys are just, like, constantly fighting about every little thing, that that's healthy. And I think that there is a place where you have to go, okay, is this good for either of us? Because you still want the best for that person. If you love them, you want the best for them and you want the best for yourself. So, Mm -hmm. 100%. One thing I'll say that I actually think you do really well is to make sure you have, like, a good community, like, good friends, good mentors and things to help you and guide you right. along the way. Because if you're doing it by yourself, all that you're going to see is through your own eyes. Right. And it's going to be a lot harder once you're down in those deep waters to get yourself out. And, like, you have a really good from friends and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and people that you talk to and you don't, like, exclude them since right. you got Adam. And I think right. that's just really smart um, on your behalf, too, because it's, like, there could be a chance that you and Adam don't work out and you're going to need people in that time and you can't exclude people. You still need to meet with them and talk with them and tell them about what's happening and um, even some of, like, the ugly stuff just so you can have them help you and guide you along the way like that's very important. it's so important because yeah. like yes like everyone wants to end up marrying that person and like that's what you want but at the end of the day you have to prepare yourself like yeah you have to you can't just shut everything else out around you like you still have to have people pouring into your life like talking to you about those things so that you can work through those things mm-hmm. and like if you come to them and you're like hey we had this fight tell them all this stuff and they're like well ivy you actually were in the wrong on this one right, you know what i mean right, you need yeah. people to do that and yeah like sure. don't do it alone don't like live your life and like just get so focused on that person and not have people around you to help because they're yeah there's stuff like that and then yeah. if you don't work out like it's just important to still have people around you in that time right always like 
throughout every, your, everything in life. Even when you get married, like, yes, your husband should be your best friend. And but you that still got to have community. You still have to have community because you never know what could happen. And, I mean, I don't know. Your husband can die. But anyway, <laughs> so sorry. Olivia's like, let's think worst case scenario in every situation. <laughs> it's mean, true, though. You like, have to be in all honesty, like, we were meant to have community. And, yes, that one person is your intimate community. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to also have people around you. Absolutely. And sometimes, like I said before, like, love is blind and you don't see what everybody else sees. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's really important to have other people's opinions. And don't... Because I've been in that before where it's like, oh, but you weren't there. You didn't see what I saw and hear what I heard. And it's like, but it doesn't matter. Like, because listen to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's because. <laughs> yeah. That's because. Um, And then I think also, like, if you're, this is maybe an unpopular opinion, but, like, if you are, like, sure that you're going to, like, you love this person, you've, like, like everything we've talked about, everything's good. Yes, you might, you're going to fight. That's a normal part of a relationship. You're going to fight, but you're working through it. You're making each other better. All the things we've talked about in a healthy relationship. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting married young. I don't either. Not at all. Like, I think so many people put Put it. I wrote a whole essay on this, by the way, for OCU. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote a whole essay on it last year because I was like, if you like do the research, I did all the research. So if you want to see my research essay, I'll send it to you. (laughs) Just kidding, I'm not. But on like what, like if people are rushing into marriage when they're younger and if like getting married married at a young age or after like a short amount of time of dating like if that's there's no higher rates of divorce for that yeah so it's like yes there are situations where you you need to make sure you're thinking through it you're sure and everything but i don't think like i think so many like older people are like oh they're just rushing into it because you know mm-hmm. they just want to you know, and then they got married at 16 yeah but it's anyway. like yeah, but that's but that's important that's a different, right? that's a different, that's a different time story. right <laughs> But it's, like, if you know, like, it is it is okay to get married young. And I think that yeah. people need to be more comfortable with that. Because, like, the truth is the rate of, like, age has gone up so much to where it's, like, the average is, like, 27 to 28, I think, now. So crazy. And it's just gone up. And it's, like, you're running out of time to have babies. You're running out of time to, like... Babies. Like, and that's why we don't have as many babies being born now, too. I, like, it's yeah. a major issue. Yeah. I'm not even joking with you. Something get married young. That I... Have kids. <laughs> I have nobody. Something that <laughs> I, it's like, I don't even have a man at the moment. So. Actually, I can't unless I marry myself. Um, so something I'm going to say, like to piggyback off that is the reason I think a lot of people are scared to get married young is because they think they're not financially stable enough that they need to go live life on their own, that they need to go have fun. And I could see that with a secular worldview and stuff like that. But some of the reason why people get divorced, like you're talking about divorce rates when they get married older, is because they've had their way of life for, like, years. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to sacrifice to anybody. They didn't have to listen to anyone else's opinion. And all of a sudden, they're married. Yeah, right. They can do whatever they wanted to do, and then they are like, oh, this is my money. I'm financially stable. And they never learned how to share with that other person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that... um it's really hard for people who are older. And I'm not saying everyone's situation is different. And I feel like if you're trusting in the Lord, then he's going to help you throughout anything. But I'm just talking about people who want to wait until they're like 30 to get married. And I also heard where you're not going through the rough with that person. You're not going through the mm-hmm. financially, we're about to drown. Like, yeah. how do we get through this together? Right. Where you truly lean on each other and love each other. And like, I mean, I'm 20, almost 21, and, like, I obviously don't have a boyfriend, but, like, 
if someone were to ask me like oh would you like to get married young like I think my answer would still maybe be yes Mm -hmm. like and young is in like 23 24 if that makes sense like but also like people that are like I want to get married and I'm 18 I think for everybody it's different like for you and Adam to be honest I think you guys would be completely fine um you're very wise and he is too and you guys have like counsel and people around you but I think a lot of people do rush Mm -hmm. um and I think it's just different in every single circumstance yeah, absolutely. And, and we're not, like, discarding, like, the important things. Like, yes, you need to be, like, financially well enough where you yeah, can buy your groceries. Sure. Right. Like, you don't want to have to go to your parents and be like, hey, we can't get groceries this Mommy, week. Like, daddy. Yeah, no, you don't want to have to do that. This Will is you your... Will you me and my husband some mac and cheese tonight? <laughs> yeah, like, this is your family. Sorry. No, you're good. And so, but that's something you can prepare for. Like, if yeah. you start dating someone and you're like, oh, man, I think this is the person, start preparing. Like, I started preparing, yeah. like, a year ago, like... And I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but it's like you start with the emotional preparing. You start with like preparing your heart. What does a wife look like? What do I want to look like as a wife? How do I want to treat my husband? What do I want to be as a mother? Like that. Yeah, Yeah. that's down the road. But that's something that is in. So it's wise. Yeah, and then like financially, I've started preparing. Like yeah, I've been putting a lot of money into savings, and like those things are just important. Like if you're serious, and like especially if you want to get married young. Yeah, you have to make a plan for it. Then you can't just expect it to just. Flip of the finger happen. Flip of the finger. Yeah. Flip of the finger. <laughs> what am I saying? Flip, of the, flip the switch. Because I was I was oh, oh. snapping and I got I was confused. like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no, yeah. flip the switch happen. Like, you have to prepare yourself for whenever you want to get married. And yeah. I think that it's just important that, yeah, if you do want to get married young, you should start preparing. I 100% agree with that. I think a lot of people think that if they get married, it's going to fix a lot of things. In their it life. will not. And it just makes it worse. Like, I know there's times when in my life... I'm feeling lonely and my first thought is like oh if I just had a boyfriend or fiance and all this fun stuff was happening in my life Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't be lonely anymore but the truth is is that I would probably still feel lonely with them Mm -hmm. in my life it's you have to learn how to be content and comfortable on your own and with God before you can just invite someone into your life yeah and um another reason especially at the school that I'm at is I think a lot of people get married young because they either feel like they're supposed to or they want to have sex. (laughs) Terrible reason to get married, but Paul says that if you are burning with passion... That you can go ahead and get married. Is yeah. that did I ask you that one time? Did I ask you? Did I say Ivy? Are you burning with passion? <laughs> you did say. Oh, so. I think I asked my brothers that. <laughs> I mentioned that to them. I said, actually, it's better not to get married unless you're burning with passion. I looked at them. I said, are you guys burning with passion? I was kind of awkward, but, but burning with awkward, passion yes. isn't like. Say it louder for the people in the back. She did not. And like you just want to sleep with your person. (laughs) Anybody. If you just want to sleep with anybody, then you probably shouldn't just marry anybody, though. That's probably not true, but Paul said. I don't think that's what he meant. I I think he meant in specific situations. Anyway. Anyways, but yes, I do think it's really important just to prepare yourself and then, yeah, but like. I don't think moving fast is necessarily a bad thing. I think that it, it, even if you're like, even early on to your relationship and, and if you're in a different life phase, that's different too. Cause I know people who've like, were a lot older and like they met each other and got married in like a year, mm-hmm. yeah. like got engaged in like six months or whatever. And it just depends on your life phase. It's situational. It's not a clear cut yeah. plan for everybody. And you need to have people around you that can help you with that too. Another unpopular opinion 
This is not unpopular. Wait, maybe it is. It's kind of my own opinion. I just have this really good feeling that I'm going to, like, when I meet my person, I bet it's going to be, like, six months. I bet you are. That's not an unpopular opinion. I can see that. I I think that just because I know exactly what I want and, like, I'm not just going and chasing Mm -hmm. every guy. Like, I think when I found my guy, I'm going to be like, all right, what are we waiting for? Like, let's get married. Yeah. I can totally see that happening to me. I cannot wait to be married and have kids. Hey. You know. Shout out to Adam. (laughs) Shout out to Adam. If you liked it, then you should put a ring on it. I can't wait to see your wedding and to see your babies. Olivia's like, I can't wait for all this either. I know, but I like, I'll see like families. I know people get like baby fever and I do too sometimes. so bad. But like I'll see, I've been getting like family fever recently. Yeah. Like where like I see this, did I say this last week? I might have said this last week on the podcast. But like I like will see a family and they're like having such a like good time. Mm -hmm. It's like a mom and a dad and these two little kids and I'm like, oh want that like literally, literally. that's so sweet and it no, will be so sweet. I, I literally understand what you mean i see that all, like yeah there's this family at church and you know them but i won't say it on here and <laughs> i just am like wow i want to be you i know like it's so cute i'm just I like just, wow yeah wow. it's and it's like the motherly instinct in you yes. that you like want to have kids and raise a family i am and... so the first thing Unpopular opinion, I want to be a housewife. <laughs> Same too. I don't care. So ser- what is my hair? Oh, it's my earring back hair. that I couldn't find. Anyway, I just want to be a housewife. I want to... I want to take care of my kids. I want to cook. I want to clean. Like, wow. Give it to me. No, me too. Honestly. Like, <laughs> like I don't if, care. Shout out if you're looking for that and you love Jesus. Olivia d- is single. DM me. I'm just kidding. I said <laughs> I was Olivia Johnson or something. I'm actually not ready to mingle. I think I mentioned that at the she beginning. that. Great. No, but I'm fine with being a traditional housewife. Me too. I hope that I mean, obviously, I like voting and stuff, but... Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with voting. (laughs) Voting is good for the woman. Oh, I lost my earring back She's, like, searching everywhere. It's fine. It's fine. No, all that stuff is good, but, yeah, I mean, being a housewife, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm... If that's your dream, that's fine. That is my dream. Yeah, you don't have to have some crazy, like, professional career dream, like... This is this is kind of like being kind of vulnerable on this little podcast, but all I want <laughs> if you've made to do, it this far, <laughs> I know we're so into it. All I want to do is just like be there for my husband, and when he gets home, and I can make him like a hot so sorry a hot dinner. <laughs> some man is listening to this. He's like, give me something <laughs> with like his. I don't know. Like that's just something I saw I a video the other day. And it was so do. cute, and it like, was actually Adam sent me this, but it was like every single day. She she would meet her husband at the door and she would go and give him a hug and a kiss. But when he walked Aww. in the door every single day and, and like the, his like, face would change like eventually like he got so excited every single time because he got used to it and, and like it changes what I his day. Want to do. Yes, I know. Like, that's it. Like I don't want to be also working and come home and we have to figure out what's for dinner. Like I just want to be so excited waiting for. I mean, I'll probably be working a lot of the time, but I still yeah. like if I could get home earlier and like start on yeah, food and yeah. like. Like, I like cooking, and I like all of that stuff. Too. I've also been working on my cooking. Like, I'm prepared. <laughs> you are Just prepared. I Living kind of alone this summer has really taught me, like, what it means to, like, cook healthy food and, mm-hmm. like, how to and, like, figuring it out. And I have a cookbook. Aww. And I don't know. And then I show up with chocolate chip cookies. She's like, dang it. I had <laughs> too. But I don't know. It's just showed me, like, I don't know. It's just, I think... That is, like, such a filling part of my heart for some reason. Like, 
having a just having a family like I remember I told my mom this this is so funny but like before I went to school I was like all I want to do is be a mom and I was like in like I can't because you know you go to school and you prepare for what you're going to do the rest of your life and for me I was like well I want to be a mom like what am I supposed to <laughs> yeah. do? like how do I prepare for that but like seriously though like in the like in college it really is kind of preparing me because it's like um not just like to be a mom but like characteristics that you should have like to be a good christian a good woman to this is funny but like i listened to a podcast so like it's about like your true feminine self and it's just like relaxing into that and like what does that really mean and how to be powerful in that like you don't have to try to put on a masculine voice or mask and say like oh i'm the breadwinner i can do this all when yeah. in reality, and that's almost what the world wants yeah. you to do. They want them to be like so interchangeable, like yeah. male and female. And it's like, no, you have certain gifts and blessings yeah. that you can use. I for could yourself. never do what a man does, and a man yeah. could never do what I do. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, we both couldn't go and do like maybe the same job. Like we could both flip burgers at McDonald's. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but like just the um, masculinity that a man has, like I could never have. And, like, the protectiveness that he has, except for, like, maybe your kids and stuff. Like, I can't have that same... I will never understand that because yeah. those weren't the gifts that I was given. Right. Because I'm a female. <laughs> right. Right. Sorry to the transgender people listening <laughs> to this podcast. Uh, I, I don't know if they would podcast, but, uh, yeah. God made you who you are. We'll just God say that. God made you special and he loves you very much. He loves you how you are. Goodbye. You don't have to change it. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to change it. And if there is, in fact, somebody who is trans listening to this, you can come talk to me. I will love to listen to you. Yeah. I. Everyone is special and important in God's eyes and um, you deserve to be heard. But, yeah. Sorry, we are running out of time. But There's no one that's trans that's listening on here. But, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, we got cut off and Olivia was busy talking to the trans person that's listening to this podcast. I love you. She loves you. <laughs> um, What else? There's nothing else on relationships that you want what to What was say? the last thing we were t- going to talk about? Just I don't know. Quick. I feel like we just talked about family and... I don't know. What's your... Like, if you had to give, like, a one-word... Like I said, like communication, um, or like a one word ending to all of this, summing it up, being like you sacrifice, have... sacrifice, <laughs> and I say communication, and I don't know. There's not much more to that. It's just it listen to the things is. we said. Hopefully, that's helpful to you in your relationship. And we're not experts, but uh, we tried. We are experts. I feel like that was it was, it was a pretty good effort. We tried everything that we know is either. From what somebody else has taught us, shown us, or what God has. That's it. Yep. Because I'm not smart neither is Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're both idiots. <laughs> no, but like in a real sense, like, it's not just like, some of this is our opinions. But it's also like, we've watched people, we've learned, and we, we know what's up. We know what's up. We know what's up. Yeah, and we love mm-hmm. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? XOXO.
Why did you laugh like that? You were like, <laughs> Wait, what did I do? Uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will be back with another episode. I don't know. We're kind of going to be... Both of us are gonna be gonna be out of town this That's month. That's true. I'm going to Hawaii I'm for going two to weeks. A lot of places. So we'll see. Maybe we'll figure something out and try to get some episodes recorded that we can put out as we're mm-hmm. gone. But we'll figure it out. And also, Ivy's cookies were really good. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm gonna be a great wife. <laughs> Basically, she'll Basically. have cookies every night cookies, for you. Yeah. No, I don't know about every night. But every other night, she liked the cookies. I did. Um, Might come over for dinner once you get married. She will be our child. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Hi, mommy. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Anyways, we will be back, promise. And we hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Let us know on the Instagram if you have things you want us to talk about. Yeah. Olivia is supposed to plan next podcast. That is true. And topics, I, but I'm we not, also yeah we take other ideas too. So mm-hmm. we'll see you guys. Hope you had fun. Bye. XOXO.